You're listening to Ramble Record Repeat. Hello, everybody. Welcome Jesus, to another spikes. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Ramble Record Repeat. I am Chris, aka Nintendo Hodge, aka Hodge, and I have with me, of course, Fraser. And Hello. and then, of course, we're we're gonna jump right into it. We have our very first guest ever. So this is episode 10, yep. um, and uh, we have Josh, a.k.a. Frantic Society. You go by Frantic Society, right? Or Frantic? Frantic, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, so last, not last week, I guess it's two weeks, maybe three weeks ago, uh, you did your um, podcast episode on pizza. And yes. of course, Fraser and I love food. Um, yes. And we've been talking about wanting to have a guest on and you've been uh, one of our more active listeners and commenters. So we're like, you know what? Food, active listener, commenter, let's bring Josh on and do an episode and talk about food. And I'm excited. The, the, the best thing is when you were saying that uh, pineapple on pizza is like the most controversial topping um, that you could put on there. You know, it's funny. When I was younger, I hated it. Absolutely hated it on pizza. Completely disgusting with me. And now... It's one of my favorite, like the pizza I just ordered today, because yet again, I listened, re-listened to your podcast and it made me want pizza, uh, was pineapple, bacon, and onion. Yeah, that sounds good. I'd eat That'd that. That'd be a good combo. I'd eat that for sure, too. Yeah, man. But like yeah. pineapple on pizza, nothing is taboo on pizza. Like yeah, I mean, nothing uh, I find. What about anchovies? Like, I think that's the one, like, like I, I, w- I would try it once. I've never tried it, but I don't know. Yeah. I like anchovies. They're actually not bad. They're just, yeah, it's I, like... It's like if you put super concentrated olives in your mouth. They're just super salty. That's it. You don't taste anything but salt. I hate olives. I don't know why, but I love salt and I've tried anchovies and I don't mind them. Like I've had sardines before, which I you could probably compare to to anchovies for saltiness. But Mm. olives, I just can't eat olives. Just can't eat really. Yeah. Can't stand olives are good though, man. Nope. Nope. Like what kind of olives are we talking? Like like Italian green olives? Like that type of like, or you just don't like olive. any olives. Yeah, I, I, I can t- I can stand them, but they're a little strong for me. I, it's like a once in a while thing. For really, me the olives? Yeah. Damn. You want to know one of my yeah. favorite snacks that Ashley gets? Like my wife gets me. Well, like when it's at the store, like the cheese place we go to, is hmm. olives stuffed with blue cheese. Yeah. Like so that okay. is like that's like a kick in the face. Like if you yeah. like, you don't like olives, it's like blue cheese. And then all of them at the same time. And that's like one of my favorite things. And like just as like a quick little snack, it's probably the worst thing for you. But uh, like eh. you like the strong taste, right? Like, yeah. Well, I used to be a, I used to be a smoker for, oh, yeah. I don't know how many years and I quit six years ago. So now like I'm, I've already gone through the phase of retasting everything for the first time. But it's just like, man, I really like strong foods then. But I guess it was just to cut through the, um, like the the tongue blind that I had from smoking, and now I'm just yeah. I was so worried about not liking it, but now it's I even I like it even more. Like I could sit there and just eat roasted garlic, no problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like one of my favorite snacks, like is the they're takis. They're like chips. They're like oh, I love takis. Yeah, so good. yeah. So they got that lime and then the spice on the outside. It's like a really strong taste. Like and then salt and vinegar chips. Like I'll go to town on those. So I was like, man, yeah. 
I'm on your level when it comes to like, hey, the strong taste. I like that yeah. too. So yeah. See, that's like salt and vinegar potato chips. I'll eat a bag until my tongue is like raw, but it's just so good. <laughs> but you also yeah. like ketchup ones too, right? Yes. I see. I don't like ketchup. I don't like salt and vinegar. I don't like all dressed. But I like strong taste. It's just those are for some reason not in my wheelhouse. Well, I'm American, so I haven't had ketchup chips. So you've never tried them yet? No, I haven't. I had all dressed, and they were okay. They have all dressed here. I just never had ketchup chips yet. Uh, we're gonna have so. to get some sent to you. That you're just in Texas, right? It shouldn't be too much to send some there. Yeah, Texas. <laughs> we'll just, um, all Chris is gonna do is just open a bag of Lay's and just squirt ketchup in. <laughs> it's like it's a Canadian delicacy. Just shake it, just shake it around. Um, <laughs> I can say, but going back to pizza, Chris, what is your favorite pizza toppings? My my go to is just mushrooms and bacon. I'm I'm simple. Um, I do like Hawaiian. Um, and then toss some like hot banana peppers on there. I love banana oh, yeah. peppers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that. And j- that's exactly what Josh talked about in his podcast is the, is the sweet and the heat and mixing those together all. And then the bacon in there as well, or, or ham depending, um, but just mm-hmm. so good. But, but my go-to is mushrooms and bacon. Mine is mushrooms, onion, and artichoke. Artichoke. I, eh? I like artichoke mm. a lot and I don't do, I, I kind of agree with you, Josh, and you're saying that the, that the red sauce is kind of like the basic bitch of <laughs> pizza sauces <laughs> almost. Um, my favorite go-to, it is red sauce, but it's half red sauce, half pesto. So oh, they wow, mix it together and it gives it a different. And, but then I, for hot sauces, I have um, copious amounts of different hot sauces in my fridge. Uh, one of them mm-hmm. is from a barbecue place in the States called Dinosaur. And it's like Chipotle mango barbecue sauce. And that's right now like my favorite barbecue sauce. So I, I that's like my Frank's. I put that literally on everything. It's so good. Yeah. But that's my that's my jam, Chris, with your basic pizza. Well, yeah. So um <laughs> your hot sauce talk. So we got new hot sauce today or yesterday. What, you get? Paula Sisser was visiting. We've got the heartbeat hot sauce, but we got the mm. pineapple habanero. It wasn't the we heartbeat that one that was yet? on No, but wasn't the heartbeat sauce from um Yes. Uh, was it yes. Hot Ones? Hot Ones, yes. So they had the original, just the basic uh, heartbeat. But this one's Pineapple Habanero. <laughs> it's, you, you taste it. All I, I've only just, just literally just tasted it. And it's sweet and then instant hot. But it's so good. And I'm not a big, I like hot, but not too hot. I can't handle like anything hotter than that. And I'll be done. But mm. it was really good. I'm looking forward to trying it on something. I'm thinking pork or chicken. Are you a big hot sauce person, Josh? Oh yeah, I got my door and my fridge is like all hot sauces pretty much. Like hot sauces and like all different types. Whatever when I see a new one, I grab it. Uh the one that I've been kind of addicted to, I don't know the brand, but it literally is just called Serana Condiment Condiment. That's what it says on the bottle. Okay. <laughs> and it's it's like the same consistency as like ketchup and it's like a Serrano topping. I've been putting that on like everything. And it's like just the right amount of spice to where it's like, okay, not too bad, you know. So um, but I will grab like the hottest thing I could possibly find and, and then, uh, try it on stuff. And then oftentimes I'm like, you know, I'm not a basic bitch. I can do this. You know, I'll just <laughs> douse it with the <laughs> Carolina Reaper thinking I can handle it. And then I'm sitting there like suffering and then <laughs> Sierra, my fiance, she'll look over and she'll be like, Josh, are you okay? You're sweating right now. And I'm like, uh, yeah, well, 
I think I put too much on here, but you know, I like the pain. I like the burn. So yeah, why not? <laughs> I, I'm the same way. Like, um, you know, what the problem is I find with hot sauce is a lot of the times if you go to a place that does it really well, it's not only hot, but it tastes so good that yeah. you're just, you want to keep punishing yourself because it tastes good. And I already told, I think I already told you this, Chris, when I was up last weekend about the ramen place I went to. Yep. And they have, uh, they just came out with this new uh, spice, spicy ramen challenge. And I'm like, I've eaten your spicy food, man. If that's what your spicy ramen challenge is, whatever, I'm going to win. They're like, no, this is completely different. We use like the capsation oil and everything. I'm like, okay, how hot is it really? And they're like, oh, it's really hot. It's super hot. I'm like, okay, I'll try to. I'm not going to start at a one. I'm not going to go to the max yet because I don't know how hot it is. I'll try it too. So it comes over and it, like it's like you pick your favorite ramen and then they add the spice to it. So I picked my favorite one and added the spice to it. And when I look at it, there's just a layer of red oil on top of it. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> so like I'm eating it and I finish like everything but like a quarter of the broth. And then my, my wife looks at me. And she's like, are you OK? And I'm sweating and my lips are red. And I'm like. That's hot, but man, that tastes good. And like, I'm not going to finish the broth because all it is is just spicy oil. But yeah. man, I, and she's like, why do you do that to yourself? I'm like, cause it's so good. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like, maybe it's like, cause I quit smoking. I need to feel that, feel, <laughs> fill that gap with, rush. yeah, with like his spicy foods or something. <laughs> Unless I'm sweating and crying, it's not good. <laughs> cause I know you're not a spice person, Chris, right? No, like. Like I said, I like uh, Frank's and then I'm starting to get into that heartbeat stuff. But I mean, once in the past, Paula made, um, and we talked about this, uh, everybody else is listening, probably hasn't heard this story. Um, Paula would make almost like a homemade jalapeno popper where she would take fresh jalapenos, have them, core them, and then you fill them full of cream cheese, wrap them in bacon, and you cook them in the oven. Mm. And I used to love them when Paula would make them. And then one time, and I don't know why, but when I bit into it, I was enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, just the heat hit me. And I've never felt anything that hot before in my life. And it was just a jalapeno. And like I was like spitting it out, getting milk, bread, whatever I could do to try to cool myself down. And I've never, I haven't had them since. But you mentioned yeah. to me last week, and you think I may have gotten a seed or something in it, right? Yeah, if you have it, like if you have it with the membrane still, that's where the heat is, right? But yeah. Yeah. I will tell you this from someone who eats spicy food. The best thing to have is not milk or bread. Because what happens is when you eat something spicy, it's generally like an oil or a sauce or um, even a pepper, which has an oil, natural oil on it. It coats your tongue. So if you're drinking milk, it's it's not going to penetrate the coating of oil on your tongue from whatever you've eaten. The best thing to have, and I know this sounds weird, but just a lemon or a lime and suck on citrus. Citrus will cut through the oil. And it'll get rid of the heat. I've done it countless times and it always works. Always works. You see the hot one with uh, Gordon Ramsay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The one with Gordon Ramsay, he literally had a lime and a lemon juice and like spraying it in his mouth to like. <laughs> it helps yeah. though. Well, he's the master chef, so he's going to know. I love, <laughs> I love hot ones. I've always wanted yeah. to try something along those lines. Like that was even one of the ideas we had for Well, we talked about doing yeah, it. Yeah, like we Ramble Record Repeat is like do an episode where I'm at Chris's place or he's at my place and we have the wings. But the problem is with that, you need the video of people seeing 
because we could just make it sound like we're eating like spicy chicken. Whoa, man, this is hot. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem with doing no. audio, right? You need that visual proof of us crying or something. Wait till like a cartridge club convention and then just have interviews of different cartridge club people doing it. <laughs> just here, That'd eat these wings. Idea. I wouldn't mind yeah. that. Yeah. But it's hard to find some of those sauces. Like yeah, I'd have, have to I, order like a and they're pop ex- care package. Go they're ahead. expensive too. They're not cheap. Like I got the from first season the Blair's death sauce with liquid rage, mm-hmm. and I've only been able to find that in like specialty hot sauce hot hot sauce stores. And I don't. It took me forever to find it. It's not amazing. It's not bad. Like it actually doesn't have a good taste to it. It's got a weird metallic <laughs> taste. It's like so that, the the bomb, right? Like yeah, that does not yeah. have a flavor really. It just tastes bitter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like hot it, for the sake of being hot. Yeah, yeah. it's like they bottled hell. I'm like, here, just <laughs> put this on your chicken. I would probably yeah. do it just to try, just to say that I've done it. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind it. I would like if if we were able to get that, that would be an awesome thing for like a cartridge club. Just put it there and we'll call it like the ramble roulette. And you just take one wing. You don't know where it is on the, on the spice spectrum and take a bite and then. And do an interview. Yeah. You know, we each do it. I th- I'd be fine with that. Cause it'd be like that. What's that stupid jelly bean thing? Uh, oh, shoot. You know, I we, think we, in Harry Potter, like birdie bots, but that's not the actual yeah. name of it. But no, but yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. Like those, they have gross jelly beans. Uh, yeah. Bean boozled. Bean boozled. Bean boozled. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's like when we played it at your house, Chris, I think I got every bad flavor. Every oh, yeah. one I, I don't got think, was like, I don't think there was any good ones in the box. Like I think they were all spoiled milk and booger. And I'm sorry. Grass. I will go back to this again. I have eaten a booger and booger does not taste like that. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. And so I don't know whose booger they base this off of, but it wasn't one of mine. I'm just saying that, you know. So in in the past, and I was thinking about this more when I knew we were having you on the show, Josh. Mm-hmm. is Frazier and I had conversations and I don't think these have ever been on TV or on TV on YouTube or, or on the podcast um, about cartoon food. And the second I thought about that, I'm like, okay, well we're doing a food episode. I know Josh is really big into cartoons and I actually was looking at some other stuff that we'll get into as we talk about this. But to me, I don't know why cartoon food. And for, for one example, I'll give you is the Simpsons. Like mm-hmm. the episode of the Simpsons when Homer's watching TV on the couch and we hear the, we take 18 ounces of sizzling ground beef and soak it in rich creamery butter. And then we top it off with bacon, ham and a fried egg. And we call it the good morning burger. When I see that, my mouth just starts drooling and it looks, looks so, so good. I don't think there's anything better than cartoon food. Um, I, I would say like, um, like just movies and TV as well in general. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's the food and that is a completely different standard, but going back to that good morning burger, um, I'm going to quickly throw this guy's name out there. Binging with Babish. He is a, a YouTuber that I watch that make recreates food from TVs, video games, movies and stuff. He just did the good morning burger. <laughs> so that's kind of funny that you said that, but yeah, like, I don't think it ever compares to what you, what you do. Cause you know why the colors are so vibrant right in the on the cartoons or in the tv that you know it's never going to taste as good as it looks because like how do you get stuff that that's that's like that neon green Hmm. or like that perfect orange you know so i don't know man it 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 it, there is stuff that i would love to try 
if I was able to get like an exact recreation of it. Like to throw you on the spot there, Josh, what, what, is there something cartoon animated wise or, or movie video game, something that comes to your mind about food? Yeah. Uh, I've never had the food, the actual dish in my, in real life, but uh, Ratatouille, the end of Ratatouille, when he makes that perfect Ratatouille dish that sends him back to his childhood and everything, just the way okay. they animate it. Mm-hmm. It just like, I want to try that, you know, just the way, <laughs> actually all the food in that entire movie, like, I would eat any of that. It's just, they made it look so good in, in that movie. So yeah, I think you that, know, I completely that would be... forgot about that movie. And that now you just said that I'm like, damn, I remembered how good it looked, especially like drizzling the sauce around it. And then putting that like singular chive on top. Yeah. It just looked it's awesome. Just like something perfect. It's like the most perfect dish. Like, I don't know. It, it's like home cooking, but you know, uh, for that guy. Uh, so, the ego, whoever, whatever his name was. Yeah. yeah what is ratatouille, things. anyways? What is what is that food? What is it? I think it's just squash, like like very like delicately fried and sautéed in this very special oil and stuff. Yeah. So okay. it's a veggie dish, but it's like the way like the sauce and everything combines. I, I bet it would be just delicious, like especially the way they like portrayed in the actual movie. In the movie, yeah. Because okay. I think like the way I, I from what I remember when the chef like that whatever that snobby shorts, the short chef's name was, he's like, Ratatouille, this is a peasant's dish. I honestly think it's something that like everybody has the ability to, to make it at home. And I think it's just like a, like a vegetable stew or like some with sauce. Like he just said, like very delicately cooked and stuff like that. But yeah, that would be really cool to try. I'd be interested in trying that. Chris, make it for us. You can mail that to Mm. him with the, uh, with ketchup chips. Ketchup chips, ratatouille. <laughs> sure, I'm sure it'll taste good after it takes about a week to arrive. No, no, no. You're paying that extra like day delivery, man. In <laughs> <laughs> the bubble wrap, but don't put it in a container. Just loosely pour it in, <laughs> into like a bubble seal pack. Oh, oh man, <laughs> that'd be like the worst. I, I think I was just gonna say there's another one I want to try, and I know binging with Babish has done this, so this is a good, very good link. Is a Krabby Patty. See, Ooh. Krabby Patty would be good, but I would love to try any of the burgers from Bob's Burgers. And that's like that on my list. Like, but yeah, like the Krabby Patty looks perfect, though. Like, if you could, the perfect burger. Uh, there's a SpongeBob episode. I actually had this on my list, the Krabby Patty, but there's a specific one where they start putting jellyfish jelly on the Krabby Patties, and everybody's like all the rage. And of course, Mr. Krab makes a. Uh, sweatshop that is jellyfish is being like inked basically oh, for their God. jelly <laughs> i think i've seen that one yeah yeah so i was like i don't know maybe like a, a maybe not a, a jellyfish jelly but like a krabby patty with jelly on it mm, that would be interesting yeah that's that I would be that, interesting yeah. had that written down here <laughs> so but yeah like that's that would like like definitely because like if you look at like whenever they do a picture of it too like it's always it's always SpongeBob's hand and he's holding it out and it's a close up of his hand and then like this perfect burger on his hand like like the immaculate like the the sesame seeds everything like even the cheese is perfect right so like you're never gonna get a burger like that how many times like when you go to McDonald's I know McDonald's is a poor example of it but like you look at the picture of how a Big Mac looks and then you get it and you're like what the hell is this like what what the hell is this someone just threw on my on my on the container. So yeah, 
like a picture of a Big Mac, you look at it and you feel like joy, like, oh, this yeah. is going to be so good. And then you unwrap it and it just looks sad. You're like, well, it does. I'm eating this anyway, you know? Yeah. So. You know what it is? It's like, it's like when you're a kid at Christmas and you're like expecting that, like, you know, was it, was it Bloodstorm? And then you open up and it's Lee Carvello's Bonestorm. Bonestorm. And then you open up and it's Lee Bonestorm. Carvello's putting challenge. And you're like, oh, thanks. You eat it anyway. You spent the money on it, but you feel entirely ripped off. And then you feel shame afterwards. Yeah. But that'd be really good to try. But yeah, like any of the burgers on Bob's Burgers for me, um, mm. I'll, I'll go through like a couple a couple of mine. Because I even did some stuff from like um, real like movies as well. I would love to try a slice of pizza from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original cartoon. Because the Oh, tr- I have that on my list. Because the sure. cheese stretch <laughs> yes. from that. And it's yes. always so gooey. And like, yeah. I've, I've tried pizza from New York. It is fantastic. But I've never had pizza where the cheese is like melting in every which direction and it's like like overflowing the plate and I'm, man, it, that they, show. They always do like jelly bean pizzas and stuff like that, right? Even if they just do regular pizza though, man, like it always just looks so much better than anything I could get. Like I love That's pizza, true. but like, I don't know, man, that, that show always set me up for never, never being able to get anything. Uh, like the pizza that I want. Um, I have any of like the candy from Wreck-It Ralph, you know, when they're in Sugar Rush. Oh, that's a good one. I never yeah, thought about like, that. Everything was candy, but I'm like, wow, it all, it looks like the best candy you could ever get. You know, like it was like, it was pristine. It was perfect. Even like, was it that one guy that was like the sour ball? Like, yeah, yeah. Sour bill. There was a person, but I'm like, I would, you know. I, I would eat that candy. I wouldn't feel bad about it. Uh, I have any of those huge sandwiches that Shaggy and Scooby would make from Scooby-Doo. You know, when Where they, he flips them together like a deck of cards. Yeah, and then he would like yeah. squish it and then cut it like it was 75 layers. And then he went, um, and then I have two two more that I really would like. Is the hot chocolate that Ned Flanders made in Simpsons. Remember that <laughs> one for Bart? Parts of the tree. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one. And then the Imagination Feast from hook you know when peter starts believing and then all the food starts like that is what i mean like even though that is like not animation that food looked ridiculous like it absolutely like the pies the 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 big pieces of meat the sandwich like everything it just looked insane and like that that to me when you were talking about this and like animation like that's i think is crazy as it would get to in real life because you're never going to get a meal like that that's just like shaving cream and food coloring. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any other ones? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know if y'all played Final Fantasy 15 before, but there's a guy that in there and he cooks like, I think he has over 110. Like, I particularly didn't love this game, but like the food, they the way they render it, so it looks so realistic. Um, and the, the cook in there is named Ig- Ignis, and he can cook like all sorts of stuff, but there's like this very particular lamb chop dish that I, that I remember. And the way they rendered these lamb chops, I was just like, oh my God, I just got to get in on that. This just, this is like the most flawless, like cuts of lamb that you've ever seen. And I'm not even like a big lamb person, but just the way they like rendered it in the game, just like, it made me hungry just seeing it, you know, like I could almost smell it coming out of the screen. <laughs> it looks so good, you know? That's the so, next yeah, set, that was man. One That's the next v- VR and then SVR. Smell vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I was trying to think of this, uh, this like, uh, ice cream sundae cake. 
that was in Costume Quest. Uh, it's a game, and uh, basically, like they describe it, pretty much as like, uh, no, it wasn't a cake. It was a pizza. Sorry, it's an ice cream sundae pizza, and basically, it's just like all your favorite desserts stacked onto like a circular shaped pizza thing. It's just an item you can use in the game to heal yourself, but. The way it's just like this little tiny sprite too. It's nothing like too crazy, but the way they describe it made me like, eh, that'd be interesting to try. Kind of like this Sunday layered inside of like a pizza dish, you know, type of thing. I would um, totally try that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, the last one I had here was uh, it's from Kingdom Hearts. It's sea salt ice cream. So this is like it actually plays a huge important role in the storyline because, of course, it's Kingdom Hearts. Everything does. It's just how it works for that mm-hmm. series because it's ridiculous. And um, it's basically kind of like an ice pop, like a vanilla flavored ice pop that has sea salt on it. I, and just basically it's like a really nice sweet and s- uh, salty co- combination. And apparently like the creator of Kingdom Hearts went to Tokyo Disney and they had these ice creams and he's like, man, I love this ice cream. This is my favorite ice cream. And he made that part of the lore of the game. He liked it so much. So it's an actual real world ice cream. And this made me, makes me actually want to go try it myself, you know? So, so is that that something that's only in like the um, Disney and like Japan or is like that anywhere? I think the specific one that he renders is from, cause you know, they have the Disney properties in there. I think that's kind of like, his little homage to Tokyo Disney oh, okay. is that specific ice cream. It's like a vanilla ice cream and it has like a, just a little bit of saltiness, sea salt saltiness in it. So yeah, I, I that and, would be totally good. I think. Yeah. I would try that for sure. Yes. Yeah, sweet and salty is good combo any day. Yeah. What do you got, Chris? I got a couple more that we didn't talk about. I'm going back old school. How about Winnie the Pooh when he's eating the honey? doesn't that look like the best honey in the world like you just want to dig in there with them yeah i I totally Um, agree with that yeah and actually that just made me think of another one and it kind of goes back to what fraser was saying willy wonk in the chocolate factory oh yeah all the stuff in there where they're drinking out of the chocolate pool and they're cracking open the things and eating the whipped cream out of them eating the flowers and stuff like the whipped cream out of like or the like whatever it is out of the mushroom tops and stuff like that Yeah. yeah Uh, just as long as they don't have any of those like weaponized candies that turns you into a giant blue blueberry or makes you float through the ceiling or anything crazy like that. But yeah. Um, yeah. We, we just avoid those ones for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. And then so last uh, two is any turkey or chicken from like Bugs Bunny or Tom and Jerry where they have the cooked or even where they see the other person like turn into a chicken or a turkey yeah, and then they yeah. want to eat them. Those always looked really good. Uh, and the last one is lasagna from Garfield. Yeah. The Garfield cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always looks good too. Damn it. Now that, yeah, <laughs> like, now that you're. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what the problem is? Now that you're talking, like you both are saying these things, it's making me think of so many. Because when I was writing up this list, I'm like, okay, I have a couple. I think these are good, but I'm like, I'm having a hard time drawing from my memory because there's so many different things that I wanted to use. And I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. But like the, hearing you guys is like making me think of other ones too. But there's so many, if you think about it and the stupid lasagna, just, uh, I remember I a, how good that looked. I have like kind of a silly one that I'm, have you ever seen the cartoon Ed, Ed and Eddie? Ever? I have seen the cartoon edit. Yeah, yeah, you know how they're always trying to get those like gigantic jawbreakers. Like when I wanted a kid, when I was a kid, I wanted one of those. Like it was so big and made their cheeks like three times the size of their head. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can you know what though, I can completely understand that because when you used to buy them like the giant jawbreakers, they weren't that big. It was what like the size of a golf ball. Yeah. Like they weren't and huge. I, I was like, man, it would be so cool just to have that giant jawbreaker. It would last me forever. That's what I would think as a kid watching that show. Yeah. So we we used to have ones and I maybe I'm misremembering, but they were called the mother of all jawbreakers. And they were big giant white ones, and I swear they were the size of a baseball. And they had like all different colors in them. And I remember having that thing forever because it's literally it's just sugar, right? Yeah. And and you're just sucking on it. And then I remember having it like halfway through and then I ended up throwing it out. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm done with this now. <laughs> the, I just pulled it up right now. So quick and easy. Uh, yeah. It's the mother of all jawbreakers. It's a four inch jawbreaker. Wow. And it shows like a picture right, of a guy so... holding it in his hand. And it's like a size of a, not a softball, but like a. A baseball. Yeah, a normal yeah. A baseball, yeah. That's huge. So yeah. they do exist. I'm not uh, going crazy then. No, I actually prefer that you're going crazy. I'm just going to... I didn't look at anything. I'm going to edit that out, and I'm going to edit some sound effects of you going crazy, and we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> do you now, do you guys remember the movie Matilda? Yes. Remember that giant yeah. chocolate cake? Yeah. That she makes like the... Was the kid eat it on all by himself? I've had chocolate... Oh, yes, yes, but yes. That's, I've never had chocolate cake that looks like that. Like that looked like ridiculous chocolate cake. Yeah. Like it was just, that, I don't know. Man. Did he like Perfect. steal food? I, I forget the plot, but he like stole food. And this is like her like force feeding it to him to like teach him a lesson or whatever. Like smoke a whole bag. The same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I remember that cake and he downs the whole thing. But it just, I remember that looking so good. Have And have any of you guys seen the show um, Kim Possible? Long yes. time ago. On the Disney, nachos, right? right? The nacho. That, yeah. That looks so good. Yeah. A taco with nachos inside of it. I would Ooh. eat it. I would don't I would, I would so do that. Yeah. It would be messy as hell, but damn, I would do that in a heartbeat. Well, that's uh uh we're totally off well not off topic, but binging, binging with Babish, I was looking at some of those because I knew I he would come up. He does one from uh I can't remember the name of the show now. My daughter watched it. But it's spaghetti tacos. Spaghetti tacos. Yeah, so it's literally a taco shell, and you fill it with spaghetti. Where is it? Where did, that's from an actual from, show. Yeah, um, it's the girl um, who was in. Um, oh, it's School of Rock. iCarly. iCarly. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spaghetti tacos. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Doesn't it sound good though? No, it doesn't because it's just, uh-huh. that, okay. That's on my something I wouldn't want to try. That's mine. That's I'm just saying that. Guess what we're having next time you come over to visit. Well, I, I'm not coming over to visit. Them. What about good. speaking of spaghetti? What about uh, Elf when he puts maple syrup on the spaghetti and gives it to her? Would you try that? <sighs> I tried once. <sighs> I would maybe. Yeah, you know it's because you know what? Now that I think about it, it actually looks like something. I'm like, you know what? That might actually taste good. Well, because you think of it this way, right? Like spaghetti doesn't have a flavor. Like it has like a so pasta has like a mild flavor, right? So it's whatever you put on it. It's just like a vessel for the sauce. So if all you're putting is sweet on there, I can't see it being bad. It's just people think it's gross because of maybe a textural thing. I would definitely eat that. No problem. Yeah, I would try it too. Well, I know what we're having for dessert then. Spaghetti pasta and <laughs> spaghetti tacos. But spaghetti tacos yep. is where I draw the line. That's gross, Chris. All right. Well, well, this kind of works into where I think we were going with asking. Okay, what are let, let's let's stop with the whole cartoon foods. Yeah. 
what are some real foods that you want to have that you've never tried? Or even if you have tried it, maybe you've only tried it like once or something like that. Damn. Hmm. Damn. Okay, well, while you guys are thinking, I got a couple. And mine is just more authentic food. Like, I would like to go, and I'm sure there's places like in Toronto or something, I would like to try some authentic like Chinese food. Thai food, Indian food, Japanese food, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like you get the knockoff stuff around here, which I'm sure is probably nothing like the authentic stuff. I want the real, legit, authentic food. You might not like it then. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I've watched certain things where it's like authentic Chinese food. Like the Chinese food we have is Chinese American, yeah. Chinese Canadian, right? But like real authentic Chinese food, it takes like a strong palate. Because I was watching something on Netflix about, and they were actually talking about that. And it's like, it's not what you think it is. Like it's good, but you have to get accustomed to it. It's definitely a different taste and it's very textural. They said like, it's got different, like it's like really opposing textures. So if you're a textural eater, it might throw you off like completely, like absolutely Hmm. completely. But like, I would love, I know this sounds weird. I've never tried one. I like to try a turducken. Hmm. Like, you know, like the, the Turkey inside the, duck inside the chicken with the sausage stuff and like they've made and it's not a make-believe thing people have made i've never had a turducken i'd like to try a turducken the thing is like how do you actually eat that because everything's stuffed inside of everything well then you got to carve it all up all it really is is just mixing the juices together isn't it like you're gonna technically separate it before you actually eat it anyway well no like they kind of do it like uh, like they take all the bones out and they just kind of wrap it and wrap it and wrap it so it's like I don't know. It's like they would do um, not pancetta, like a porchetta, where they put it on the inside and they roll the meat and like they t- they tie it with butcher's twine. I think it'd be good. Hmm. I think it'd be hmm. really good. I'm sure, but that does sound good. I, I would try it too. But just just to say that you've tried it, right? Like, yeah. There's one, and this is this is going back to from a movie. I just I was just thinking of this. You know the movie Big Night? No, I don't. What movie? Big no. Night. Um, they have a, a meal called the timpano and it's, they put it in like a big row. This, and this is yet again, I mentioned his name. He should be paying us for this, but binging with Babish does it, but it's like, <laughs> it's like a big pasta. Then they fill it with, um, like a meat sauce and like tortellini noodles and then an egg and sausages and all this stuff. And then they fold it back up and then they bake it. So it's like a lasagna, but without the layers, it just has the pasta as like the, the package on the outside so when you cut it it almost looks like a dinner cake like you have like all the separate layers and everything like that and like the outside pasta is more baked not like soft from this like from boiling it or anything it looks really neat i would like to try mm-hmm. a timpano that'd be kind of and it just sounds cool like timpano yeah i was thinking about it um i think that i have never had like a really good authentic ramen like i've had a couple of different like you know, go to like a noodle place and have ramen. But I feel like I've never had actual like what real ramen is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, actually with like the egg, the medium cooked egg and all that and mixed in there. I want to try that for sure. Um, sometime. I just never have. So and, and this um, is why you're like one of our best listeners, because that's totally what I would do. Too. <laughs> like, I want to <laughs> I want to go to like all my it's on my bucket list is I want to go to Japan and actually like try proper ramen. Like I I'm a huge like japanese culture i love all of it uh, mm. i would love to just i would go there and like spend a day going to different ramen shops and just be like oh my god oh my god this is so good 
and yeah, like you I know would, it's gonna I, be delicious oh, yeah i would i would be the first thing i do uh, after i get off the plane well minus go to the bathroom i go to the bathroom then i go find ramen that's what i would do i would love to do that and then go to nintendo that would there be a, oh my god that'd be perfect instead of a wine tour you do a ramen tour oh yeah i don't i don't, I don't drink wine so this would definitely be up my alley you got any other ones chris no, mine was just authentic foods. I can't, I'm, I, you know what? There's probably something I've never tried that I can't think of. I, I found an easier time thinking of foods that I don't want to try. Really? Than foods, yeah, than foods that I want to try. Because for the most part, I think I've had almost everything like that I could, at least that I could think of that I know I want to eat. I'm sure there's something where if somebody said, well, have you had that? I'll be like, no, but I'd like to. I just, I, nothing's coming to my mind. Like like people? Are we doing a throwback to one of your recommendations for my wife's ampersands? People. Not unless I crash into the Alps, Swiss Alps, will I eat people? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I wouldn't put it past you. When did you get a taste of it? You just, you know, you walk by someone, you lick their arm casually by accident, you're like, oh, Frank tastes pretty good. I don't know, Chris. <laughs> I could see you doing that. Do you have yeah, any other ones, Joe? on Frank. <laughs> Frank off. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, what are you doing, um, Chris? Shut up. I'm barbecuing you. Um, one, one I could think of is um, most Mexican food, if you go to like a Mexican restaurant, it's going to be Tex-Mex. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like some kind of like, I want to just, I want to see what like real like Mexican food is like i mean i've been to plenty of pretty authentic restaurants here but i want to go to like like mexico city go to like a street corner like you know taco shop like a mom and pop top taco shop and just see what kind of like crazy foods and dishes they would make there i'm sure it'd be way spicier too than like anything they make here so it'd probably be really good though like when i think that would be awesome yeah. when when yeah. we did our family trip to cuba like my mom, like it was like my mom, my dad, my brother, myself, and my wife all went. And um, my mom, my dad, and my brother were like, oh, the food's not that good. It's nah. But like they were going to like the American Canadian buffet. So it's like their interpretation of food that we like. And then if you go to the very far back corner of the buffet where me and my wife went is authentic Cuban food that like the, the staff and everything would eat. And that's all we ate the whole time we were there. And the food was ridiculous. It was so good. So much better than their like version of like mashed potatoes or, you know, stuff like that. Cause it's like, I don't know. I, I would go, I, if I'm going somewhere, I'm not going to want something I could get every day. I don't want yeah. like scrambled eggs and bacon. <laughs> I want to try something different and their food never disappointed. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So if you ever go to like Cuba and everyone says Cuba's food's bad, you got to eat the actual Cuban food and it's very good. Yeah. I guess the, the, the easy answer for this question is, Hey, travel and try other cultures, foods, basically, you know? So yeah, yeah. 100%. And and that's kind of exactly it. Unfortunately, you might get something that's similar here, but unless you have somebody that's from that country, that's made it before making it for you, it's never, never going to be the same. You know, you know, one thing that I have never had Canadian poutine, I've made poutine myself, but I've never had like poutine from a shop ever. Like I know you'd that probably sounds to, crazy to you. You'd have to go to but, Quebec. Yeah. You would have to go to Quebec for that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I've never had true Canadian poutine because you would need to go to Quebec for that. Oh, did you? Did but you hear? A, did you hear the, the French Canadian come out and Chris? Uh, poutine. Poutine. <laughs> 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 He's twirling his mustache. The, I've had it from both. Yeah, Canadian like Toronto poutine doesn't compare. 
at all. There, there is a shop close to me, and I, and I think have it, have I taken you there, Frazier? No. The snack shack. You, no, you don't take no? me anywhere fun. So they do unique poutines there, Patin. Um, <laughs> they the the one they do is they put crocodile meat on it. Oh, I like I, I, like I dig it. Legit crocodile meat. Have you Sounds tried good. it? And I have not tried it yet. No. I've but. had fried cro- uh, the fried crocodile meat before, like at a seafood shop. So, yeah. and what's it taste like? Chicken? It's like chickeny, and it, it's, think about like shrimp and chicken kind of combined, and a little yeah. bit chewier. That's what I yeah. would describe. Oh it my, as. that sounds that sounds awesome. I love shrimp and I love chicken. But I, yeah. I've had it fried as well, and I like it fried. It's nice fried. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've had it like um kind of not like I guess I'd say braised when you just like cook it slowly in a sauce. I didn't like it that way. Like the textures just were weird and the flavor just, yeah. it, I don't know. But yeah, I've had, I've had crocodiles. See, so that just made me think of something, a food I want to try. I want to go to the East coast. So I'm going to come, I'm going to go visit Sean uh, P1 um, and we're going to go have a lobster roll. I want an authentic lobster roll from the East coast. They're good. Oh I, I, yes. I seafood is my, like, that's my be all and end all. I love seafood. And, uh, yeah, lobster roll for sure. Have you ever had a uh, crawfish? Ever? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah like like yeah. A, authentic, uh, something I never experienced until I lived, I lived near almost, I would say like a hundred miles to Louisiana. Like I'm pretty close to Louisiana mm-hmm. here. And, uh, they have like legit crawfish boils here. Like they do like the giant, like you'll see people buy like a hundred pound bags of crawfish here and, and boil that stuff. So I've been to an actual crawfish boil and it's kind of like, unlike anything like I have ever eaten, like basically, of course you just crack them open and you eat them, but they like boil them in this giant, like steamers, like 15 gallon tub steamer things. And they put like potato and onions and all sorts of stuff. And it's just ridiculously good. Some some of the best like seafood I've ever had, honestly. So yeah, that's Man, so I, yeah, I've never had yeah. an official one. I've just had it like at certain restaurants that are like, we have crawfish. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They do like this, like really like it's, it's kind of like a savory, like zesty, spicy sauce in the like a uh, seasoning boil that they use. It's just like, it's just really good. Like I, I can't like you leave the place smelling like this seasoning It's so strong and potent, but it's delicious, you know? So, yeah. See, and, and that's like the, um, we have, Popeye's chicken here, Louisiana. I'm sure that's nothing like the food you would get there, but that's the closest thing I probably really ever had to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like the Southern cooking stuff that you can get around here is pretty ridiculous sometimes. And especially if you know, like a family that's like, you know, had years and years of practice at doing this, it's, you can have some really great food. So yeah. So damn it. God damn it. (laughs) I knew this would make me hungry. And I even had oh, I even yeah. had pizza before, and God damn it! Like that's the one thing I love, like is um, when you get something that is like a, like a home cooked meal, something like yeah, getting it at a store, but like it, nothing compares to like like you said, like getting a family that can like knock it out for you, like like it's nothing, and then you try to recreate it, and you, it takes you three days and you lose like a finger and it's terrible. Like what's like the best, <laughs> what's the best thing uh, a family or friend has ever made for you? Uh, I guess I could start. There's a dish my mom makes. It's a Mexican dish, chili verde, chili verde. I, I'm, I'm not good with accents, but green chili basically. So she basically takes uh, poblanos, 
serranos and jalapenos dices them and reduces them to almost like a sauce like after a while she lets it cook for a really long time and um she cooks it with this uh pork and it's like this uh pork loin chop basically like a giant one and she dices it up she cooks it in there and then she takes a giant like they have these giant cans of miller light the 32 ounce cans and she pours that in there and she lets that reduce like all day long, just cooking in its own juices, adds onions and garlic and different seasonings throughout the day. And it's the best Mexican food I ever have. And she gets like this Mexican white cheese and you put it in there and you just roll it in the taco. And then you take the sauce and you smother the taco too and put more cheese on top. Let that melt. And then you use a fork and knife to eat it. And it's like one of the best dishes I've ever had. My mom, I, I know how to make it, but my mom makes it like better than anybody i know so yeah it's just God delicious damn son i'm literally i'm literally <laughs> here right so, now. that sounds oh so good <laughs> yeah like the the beer like like it sounds so weird like people cook with alcohol all the time but like the beer makes the meat so tender after yeah. you know it just sits in the juices all day long it's just so good yeah damn yeah. i don't know that sounded delicious god damn it yeah god uh, yeah damn like, it so when are we coming over? Like, I'm not gonna. When are we coming over? Yeah, when are we coming over for some of that, man? That's awesome. Get the get on the plane and head to Texas. <laughs> that sounds so good. Jeez, man. Yeah. Like we uh, we do. My wife does um, pulled pork, and we actually use root beer uh, to marinate it in it. So we'll cook it in root beer for the day, like five six hours on low, and that just like you said with the alcohol, it's the same as with pop and and soda. It just tenderizes that meat so good and you drain it when you get home and then it just rips apart and then you put in your favorite sauces for it and uh, some really good pulled pork is done that way you also need a decent cut of meat though if you get the crap meat it's not very good. yeah no matter what you yeah. do you can't save crap meat um yeah one of the best things that I've, I've had i have like three but like one of the best things i've ever had is like so like chris knows like i'm like i'm a heinz 57 in terms of like my background like i'm a everything a little bit of everything uh on my mm -hmm. mom's side uh ukrainian they're ukrainian so we did um pierogies put a hay uh and my nan uh she used to make put a hay and it's just potato cheese on the inside then you have like your little pasta filling on the like the pasta on the outside but like she'd do it and she'd cook it with the butter and the onions and nothing like no bacon or green onion just onions and butter and then um sour cream if you wanted but she would always just boil them never never fry them or anything like that but i have yet to have a pierogi or a put a head and the thing maybe it's just because it came from my nan but like i've never had one that's like compared to how good in my memory that was like even i've had like my family members who have the recipe and they've made it i'm like nah doesn't compare <laughs> it's like not as good <laughs> But that's that's one of mine is definitely the put a hay from my nan. Well, we can just go full circle here and go with Paula's homemade pizza. My wife, I don't know, it's a dough recipe that she's uh, she kind of found online and she's kind of tweaked it uh, as she's gone. And when she makes homemade pizza, and there's a bunch of uh, Cartridge Club members uh, that have had it in the past, they can vouch. Um, it's, it's just so good. The crust and the dough and everything about it is so nice. And then, I mean, you pick your own toppings. So like I'll do my mushrooms and bacon on it. Um, even toss some onions in there and it's just, yeah, so good. 
pizza and burritos. Homemade burritos are so good. Uh, I got the kids hooked on burritos now, so they're always asking us to make burritos. And, and I mean, we don't even do anything fancy. Like we'll do chicken or beef, put in your your taco seasoning spices, and then put on whatever toppings you want on it: cheese, lettuce, rice, um, and the meat, and just wrap them up. And yeah, simple burrito. I'm sure the Mexican ones are better, but uh, our homemade ones are good too. I have a dessert one my grandmother taught me. Um, basically, we call it pink salad. So what you do is you do like a, a tub of cottage cheese and a tub of Cool Whip, and you mix it together with fruit, like any fruit you want. You could do apples, cherries, you know, grape, whatever you want, bananas. And you take a cherry a Jello packet. You don't make the jelly. You just pour the powder in there as for flavoring, and you stir all that stuff together, and it makes it pink, and it tastes just amazing. It's just a really easy dessert, and we always have it. Down. That sounds awesome. That sounds really yeah. good. Yeah, we always have that like, during I... like holidays, like for since I was a kid. So my grandma taught my mom, and my mom taught me, and my grandma taught me how to make it. It's like so easy, and we always have it at holidays. So I wonder how well that would work with like just a can of fruit salad drained, like you know the cans of fruit you can get, right? Yeah, with you, the, you can do it. Like grapes and pears and that, but drain it. I wouldn't put the liquid in it. Yeah, you could do that. It's and just then... whatever you want in there, like fruit. Just yeah. That sounds oh, really good. I, I, I'm so going to make that. So we're going away um, for uh, holidays this weekend. We're going up north. And uh, I think I'm going to get the stuff to make that because it's so simple, like you said. Yeah, just two um, tubs and then just a jello packet yeah. and then whatever fruit you want. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I am I love cottage cheese. Like I just recently, maybe the last month and a half, two months, got hooked on cottage cheese and I love it now. Yeah. Um, I usually use a so, cherry jello. Yeah. I think the cherry jello is the best for that cherry okay yep okay so oh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna make that and i will report back yeah i i it's just like a really classic like if i think about christmas i'll think of that stuff like not even kidding like that's how often we had it so yeah you're gonna you're gonna get a message from chris is like you son of a bitch this is so good (laughs) it's just (laughs) me with a giant bowl (laughs) eating it all myself beautiful (laughs) bastard (laughs) Uh, Uh, yeah one of mine is something that actually Chris's wife made Paula made one of the best things I've had. And she like your wife is like the biggest critic of herself. But seriously, when I yes. had it, uh, cheeseburger soup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had it before at restaurants. I've had it before at other places. I have never had it as good as your wife's. Like it's it's yeah. knocked stuff out of the park. And like it's just it's pretty much like it. It's like what it sounds right. It's just if cheeseburger was a liquid that's what this would be. And it is as damn comforting and delicious as a real cheeseburger. It is so good. It is so de- And I don't know the exact steps that she makes it. I know how other people make it, but it's just, you never think something called cheeseburger soup would be as good as what I'm, it is, I'm, but hers I is awesome. I want to try it now. It's so good. Try to- yeah, it's good. But it's yeah. really good. And like the we, first time we came up, she made she's like, it's not as good as the original. I tried it. I'm like, wow, this is good. And then she made it a second time we came <laughs> up, but she's like, this is better than the that one, but it's still not as good. And I tried it. And I'm like, holy, this is even better. It was. Yeah, she's very critical when she makes stuff. But she's very, very, very good. And that was awesome. I remember that. And I remember like everything you guys have given us has been good, but that was like a whole nother level. It was so good. It was awesome. <laughs> another uh appetizer or snack that uh paula's made i don't know if you've had them or not frazier um they're 
buffalo chicken um, wraps almost, but you use egg roll wraps. Oh yes, I have eaten those with my mighty you, jaw. Yeah, and you take <laughs> yeah, you take the buffalo chicken, and normally we just do like Frank's hot sauce. You marinate the chicken in it, um, and then you put blue cheese in it, wrap it up, and bake it in the oven. Oh, so good. Dip it in a little bit of ranch. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I remember having that uh, one of the many times we've come up and it's been that. And like when she does the, um, the bacon wrap, the bacon wrap water. Water chestnuts, chestnuts is ridiculous. It's so simple. Yes, but it's so good. Those are good. That's my mom's recipe. But yeah, Paula, Paula makes that too. It's very good. You got any other ones, Josh? Uh, I'm trying to think like family stuff, but like, uh, my mom, my mom cooks like cooked everything when I was a kid. So it's just like uh, one of the ones I could think of that she just uh, I don't know how she does it even to this day. But the way the way she made these chicken and she used to make chicken and dumplings like all the time. And it was just like the most perfect chicken and dumplings that you could ever eat. I don't know what she did differently than everybody else. She probably just did something very basic. But like I just remember like. Cause I, I grew up when I, when I was little, I lived in Washington state more North and it was cold in the winters here. It's not never really cold. Cause you know, Texas, but, um, I remember just coming home on like a really cold icy day and then having chicken and dumplings that my mom made. And it was like the best in the world and she made it from scratch. So, um, that's just a really comforting thought. I, I don't think I could ever duplicate the amazing flavor combo or whatever she special seasoning or special mom sauce she put in there. I don't know, but yeah, it was really good so good memory i i i find you know what no matter what when somebody else makes it it tastes better like i'll make a meal and my wife will make the same meal next time and i'll tell her every time you know what yours is better and she'll be like really i like yours but whenever somebody else makes it for you it always well yeah it's because you don't have to do anything right like (laughs) (laughs) and and, and that's like my wife says the same thing like she's she's more of the baker of the of the household i do not have patience for baking or like desserts but like she's made cookies before and like there's some of the best damn cookies and she's like well i didn't even have a recipe i just kind of mix this one this one this one together and i'm like when i do that they just turn to these like lump of turds and they're terrible <laughs> but like she makes them and they're ridiculous but she'll never believe me but then when i actually cook like when i cook dinner and stuff like that she says the same thing it's like it's always better than when she when she does it and I'm like, I don't know, man, it just, I guess it's just cause someone else is making it for you and you don't have to think about it or anything along those lines. It's just, it's something that's, you just, you get, you get, cause it's made with you get an awesome meal, but yeah, going, yep. that kind of goes into the next thing I want to ask you guys is what's the best thing you've ever made that when you've eaten it, you're like, shit, this is good. Well, I mean, I cook, I cook every day. I'm I pretty much I love cooking. It's my one of my favorite things to do. It kind of just helps me unwind and stuff. So I cook mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, so I think my my favorite thing to cook is burgers. And it's kind of similar to the Simpsons. Good morning burger. Honestly, I do um, very thin patty. I'll, I'll make fresh patties from ground beef and I put like a little bit of breadcrumbs in there with a little seasoning, flatten it out, make two patties and then I'll make two over easy eggs for the for it. And I'll make uh, four strips of bacon, so two strips of bacon, and I put cheddar cheese. After the bacon's fried, I'll put the bacon on top of the, the patties. Cheddar cheese, put the little cap on my skillet, let it melt a little bit, and then I'll put the over-easy egg and put that on a bun. And that that's one of my favorite. Awesome. It's just 
so good and you know gooey um i do her eggs a little more well done she likes it you know like over medium over and hard i, I like the runny yolk so Same. i'll do that for myself yeah so yeah it's just it's not doesn't take too long but it's just like kind of fun little dish to make and i usually do the bacon in the oven i just throw like some um aluminum foil onto a pan and throw them in there for a little bit four strips and yeah that's the only only way to cook bacon is in the oven. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I heard when you were describing yet again, you are a very great at describing something because I honestly think I heard Chris go mm. very faintly. Just <laughs> mm. I don't know. Like, he's like, oh man, I just got the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know. I just I I guess I have that gift. I don't know. That's the gift of gab, I'm cursed. Man. It's not a curse, man. It's not a curse. <laughs> Mine would be, um, I make a butter chicken completely from scratch. Um, this one was just, I love like a curry. I love that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'll make it myself one day. And then one day I just kind of found a recipe that I somewhat based it off of. And I made it off of that. And my friends tried like, oh, this is really good. I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. And then I just kept, this is something I've done since I moved out. So shit. 10 years. Yeah. 10 years now I've been making, tweaking and making this recipe. And now the recipe that I have is nothing like the one that <laughs> I kind of somewhat uh, base it off of. But when I'm, when I'm doing this, it's like, I make my own like curry paste from scratch. So I'll take peppers. I add like my little heat pepper, like just to give it a little kick uh, onions, garlic. I use ghee just cause I find that really, I don't know why, but like I've used, tried using butter to saute the onions and stuff. And it just doesn't taste as good as using like the clarified butter, the ghee. And I do that. Then I like, I have like all the spices that I toast myself and throw in the spice grinder. Like I literally go all out when I make this, that I have it in like one of those old Dutch ovens and like it takes about five hours of me cooking this down and making this. And, but man, this is the one thing that I make that I'm so happy after I make it that I'm so happy when I get it. Like I'm, I'm very critical of my food and this is, this is my favorite thing that I make. Sounds awesome. Honestly. Yeah. Like it, I feel like the things that take longer, like, and you put more time into like taste a little bit better, you know, you just got that little bit of passion in there, I guess. Yeah. And like, I've changed the yeah. recipe too. Like I've used chicken breasts, I've used chicken thigh and I've even made this with chicken wings where it's just the sauce. And then you let the chicken wings sit in the sauce and it's messy as yep. crap, but it is, really good because the chicken pretty much falls off the bone so it's like literally it's like you know the cartoons when they put the piece of meat in their mouth and then they pull the bone straight out that is literally <laughs> yes. what happens with these chicken wings when i do them they're not crispy wings at all they are saucy delicious wings but that like i don't know it's like that sauce is i don't think i've ever had anything um like store-bought or from the restaurants around here at least that has come close to it but it takes so long to make. I have to be like in one of those moods where I'm like, I'm totally going to take the day, <laughs> take the day, brace myself and make this. See, mine is, uh, mine's actually a simple one. Um, I make this and I find whenever I make it, it's awesome. The kids love it, which is great. And it's good, somewhat good for you. And it's my tuna casserole. Um, it's a simple recipe. Like you can use any type of noodles you want, but the best part, best type of noodle to use is an egg noodle. Uh, you put two cans of tuna, egg noodle, two cans of cream of mushroom soup, cup of peas, mix it all together, bake it in the oven, top it with a little bit of cheese, boom, you're done. But it just 
tastes so good. Such a simple recipe, and the kids love it. So, I I had it. I'm, I was just like, sorry for the, like the pause. I don't I was think thinking, like, I don't. Th- I like tuna casserole. I don't um, think you've had it. Yeah, no, I don't think you've had it. And, and uh, honestly, actually, now that I've said that, I haven't made it for quite a long time. And it sounds that sounds like a really like comforting dish, though. Really, I like to eat. I don't know. Uh, well the the nice thing is it, it literally takes you like 20 minutes a half an hour the hardest part about that meal is waiting for the noodles to cook I w- i'm gonna tell you about this like really like weird thing that my grandma makes that i discovered she, we moved in with her like when i was like in my teenage years and she makes this thing i i can, i'll just tell you what's in it okay basically you take a sausage you chop it up and you put sauerkraut like a whole jar of sauerkraut and then like a bunch of pork and beans. You mix it together with sausage and she cooked this and made like a stew out of it. It's like the weirdest thing I've ever had. And it's delicious. I don't so, know why, but it is. It sounds like capusta. So like a can't. It sounds like, it? like, it sounds like a Ukrainian thing that we have where it's like sauerkraut and pork. I don't know about the pork and beans, but like, but we call it capusta and it sounds like something like, and I completely agree. Cause if it's similar to what I have, it's ridiculously good. Yeah, it's like it's a weird combo, but like you would never imagine putting those combo combination of food together. But like for some reason, that cooked into like a stew is just like really good. I haven't had it in forever, but yeah, it's awesome. Oh, cabbage is good. I love cabbage, any form of it. I'm not big on sauerkraut, but I do love cabbage. Do you like um, kimchi? I don't think I've ever had kimchi. It's just spicy cabbage. It's like spicy yeah, okay. like fermented Paul- cabbage. There's another one. Paula makes amazing cabbage rolls. If you like cabbage rolls, you got to try Paula's cabbage rolls. I have, Whenever she makes them, I always send some over to I have parents, high standards. So I, have, no, I have high standards for cabbage oh. rolls, dude. I got like I got like a quarter Yuki in me, man. Yeah, no, they're Because if they're bad, they're I'm just going to throw very, them on good. the floor. I'm like, make them again. <laughs> I don't even know. Cabbage roll to the ground. I don't know what that is. You never know cabbage roll? No? Maybe I do. So basically, basically it's ground beef and rice and a bunch of spices mixed together mm-hmm. and then you stuff it and roll it in a cabbage and then normally the sauce is topped on it it's like a tomato based sauce yeah no it's good never heard of it it sounds good though wow yeah it is ukrainian though yeah right? it's like ukrainian austrian like polish it's like that kind of like that eastern european kind of thing it just reminds yeah, me of like really a good. like a chili rihanna from like a Mexican dish, you stuff poblano pepper. It sim- sounds similar, but yeah. The ramble, record, repeat, random recommendation. Say that five times fast. Come on, I dare you. No. So I got a question for you because we didn't do it in the last episode, and Chris yelled at me like he he really like laid into me. It was terrible. I let him have it. It was horrible. But we asked if you do you have a random recommendation for us. Yeah, I do. You want me to give it to you? <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my random recommendation is the brand new 2017 DuckTales show. And the reason why I want to recommend this to everybody is because it's a very multi-generational show, I think, because it takes a lot of... It's literally starting to... At this point, they're starting to make Disney afternoon show like all the disney afternoon shows into one show that's what the show is becoming over time so basically they're taking elements from darkwing duck and they have like they show they showed like at comic-con this week like chip and dale stuff tailspin stuff they're like 
putting everything Ooh. into one show basically. And the thing I like about this DuckTales show for I think it's actually a little bit better than the original. I mean, of course, I still have nostalgia for that original, you know, show. But I feel like they take the characters, they give them like a little bit of a different spin, a little bit of more of a modern spin too, which is you know, of course it's a modern modern show. And then they start adding these elements of different characters like there's this latest like mid-season finale is about Darkwing Duck. I'm not going to spoil what it is, but what they do with Darkwing Duck in the show. Oh my God. Like it blew my mind. And I, I just, if you have any like interest, like passing interest or like nostalgia for like those classic Disney afternoon shows, this is a show for you. Like it's like one of my favorite cartoons, like one of my favorite shows right now, actually period. So and uh, I, I actually, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm a huge fan of Bobby Moynihan. And I, he does one of the voices in the show, doesn't he? Like he's one of the, yes. he's like Huey, Dewey, or Louie. I'm not sure which one, but I like him a lot. So when I saw the trailer for that and the fact that they're still, they're still using the same theme song, right? Yeah. It's the same theme, but they use like a modern pop band to do it. Kind so of, it's the same. Well, don't, the, hmm. don't the actors actually sing it or was that just, I think that was, just that was like a promo thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. It's got like, it's uh, like a modern plays, pop band. It's like, yeah. The guy who was from what, Abed from Community, like Danny, uh, what's his name? I, I, I know who you're talking about, yeah. but then also the Ben Schwartz is one of them too. Okay, and, cool. Uh, oh yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah Ben Schwartz. Tom ben Hiddleston Schwartz. does uh, Scrooge. So oh, he he was the guy who was he was Purple Man in Jessica Jones, right? Yeah, he does Scrooge, and it is a really good like accent. It's it's a very believable like that's that character you. You, after watching it a little bit, you're like, okay, it sounds a little different, but you know, you get kind of used to it. So. But it's Scrooge, like it, it's, it's no yeah, doubt it's Scrooge. it's Scrooge. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely yeah. gonna have to give that a try because I I, I like the Ducktales show. I liked Tailspins. I like Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and I my, my favorite was Darkwing Duck. So yeah, they like that. I like. I don't want to spoil any more than what I said, but basically, they're taking characters and kind of combining it making one big universe with all these characters you know what it sounds like what they're doing with the marvel universe where they're like this part yeah i'm cool with that yeah it's just like one show but i mean like it's cool like you start seeing cameos from other shows like in the show you're like oh my god it's that villain oh my god it's that guy from that show you know you start doing that as you're watching it's really cool so and that makes total sense using DuckTales because that's what they are going on adventures, doing stories. Why not toss everything else in there? That makes total right? sense. And like, yeah. even like and you then, think of like Tailspins and stuff like that, they're all characters from this roughly the same kind of story. So I can't see yeah. why it wouldn't work. It does work. And that's why I'm recommending. That's why I, like I was thinking like, what other recommendation can I put? And that one just kept popping to my head. So I was like, I got to talk about that. That's just such a great, it's such an awesome show. So. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you very much for the random recommendation. Now, Chris won't yell at me again today. Um, <clears throat> my random recommendation is a video game. Um, I recommended it to Chris, and he played it, and his son absolutely loved it when we were there. Um, I'm going to recommend it here and now. It's called Ultimate Chicken Horse. It's a no, not a new game, but it's like maybe 2018. Um, and it is pretty much like horse. Uh, you have a start to the level and a finish to the level. And at the beginning of every round, you take a piece of, uh, like, a, I guess, landscape or weapon and you put at it to the level to try to make it so you can complete and get to the end. Um, 
And as the level, as it keeps progressing and every round progresses, you keep adding stuff to the level. So you'll be more weapons or more platforms or um, a sticky platform that moves the platform from left to right, or uh, like a teleporting door that if you have one piece and the other piece, you can teleport to the end faster. And pretty much what happens is it's, you are given a certain amount of tries to get to the end and whoever has the highest score at the end is the ultimate there's different characters so like if you're the horse it's the ultimate chicken horse or if you the elephant you're the ultimate elephant or whatever but it's on switch i know it's on other platforms i have it on the switch but it is a i think it started out on yeah Steam, but it's such a fun game it's it's quick it's easy you could play up to like uh online i think like 16 characters which is ridiculous thinking 16 people are going to be editing a level how hard it's going to be but it's like a 2d side-scrolling platformer that you make yourself like so it's just it's stupid fun it's so much fun it's like faster than mario maker like mario maker you can make really intricate levels this is just trying to screw over the next person so you win but like (laughs) when we play you guys play you guys loved it right Oh yeah, it was awesome. That's a blast. Yeah, although I haven't played it since. But yes, what the heck, Chris? I gave this, you that. This sounds like it's go. on my alley. It's not expensive this, either on Switch. It's yeah. not an expensive game. Yeah, because like, I've been addicted to Mario Maker. Like it's been my favorite game like like since it came out. So and Mario Maker's awesome, and like some of the levels you get to make are ridiculous. Like we spent I don't know how much time playing Mario Maker when I was up there with Chris's son and stuff like that. But then I'm like, Oh, you should try this game. It's, it's very much so like that, but you're literally trying to screw over each other. And it's funny. Cause like, if you like, say you get shot with an arrow and your character falls over, unless you fall off the stage, you're just going to keep getting shot with the, so you're going to progressively get <laughs> arrows, more arrows yeah. in you. And <laughs> your character's just going to keep sitting there getting arrows shot at you and stuff like that. But I think like when you bought it, it was like, 16 bucks but then you use all like your little your chris hodgson yeah secrets. i had uh nintendo no i had a nintendo point uh he just called up nintendo he's like i also had a gift he card. called up nintendo's like hey it's chris you know you know what you know what this means <laughs> right and like yes sir and we gave him a free game so have either of you and obviously people listening can't answer this but i'll ask have either of you seen the movie train to busan oh yeah no no okay that this is my random recommendation i am a huge zombie fan zombie movies are my jam uh tv shows anything books anything related to zombies that's me um and i had i've heard about this movie before but i didn't never sat down to watch it it's a japanese uh zombie movie i came out in 2016 and it's basically a father who is divorced from his wife uh, and his daughter's like not happy with him and his daughter wants to stay with the mom. Um, so the father finally agrees. He's like a, a busy father, right? Always busy with work and stuff like that. Doesn't really pay attention. So you can see why the marriage broke up. Anyways, the father finally agrees. Okay. I will take you to your mother's. We'll take the train to Basan. And as they get on the train, a zombie outbreak happens and it's them traveling from where they are to Basan and trying to survive during a zombie outbreak. Um, it is a very unique take 
on zombies and it's fast zombies i prefer slow walking zombies i'm normally not a big fan of fast zombies but it worked in this movie hmm. and i don't think it could have been this it, it wouldn't have worked if it was a slow and they zombie. change really it fast in this like they turn they, they turn so fast. yeah pretty much it, it's like in um the day after tomorrow okay. yeah or not day yeah. after tomorrow uh gone in or not the day after tomorrow what is he? no 20 weeks later 21 oh, yeah, days 20, later 28 days later 20. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like that, where it's like almost instantaneous that they change. Um, and it's all subtitles. And you know what? Subtitles don't bother me. I, um, I find I can almost focus on the movie more when I'm reading subtitles because I got to pay more attention to it, which is nice. I don't get distracted by my phone or other things going on. Um, but I loved all the characters in it, like the main characters. They did a really good job on those. There was one character that was my favorite. I'm not going to do with the goatee. Spoil anything. Yes, yes. I, yeah. yeah, he was my fave. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> We're not going to spoil anything. So, oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you like, um, or if you have Netflix, it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, uh, I would suggest watching it. And if you like zombie movies, if you don't like zombie movies, it's not going to be your thing. But that's really I, I like good. the concept, yeah. though. It sounds really interesting. Kind of reminds me of like a Snowpiercer. Which I don't know if you've seen that before. See, I never saw Snowpiercer, but it is one on my list that I do want to see. Yeah, yeah, that's got Chris Evans, right? Snowpiercer. Yeah, it's it's basically the apocalypse. It's all snowy, like you can't go outside of this train. Like all the civilizations on this train, and that's, oh, that's okay. basically what the story lines around. And like, of course, like the caboose is like the peasants, and then further forward you get towards the engine, it's like more ritzy people, like rich people. So there's Damn, like that sounds really cool system too. inside the train. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, good movie. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I that I, if if you like that kind of stuff, I can I can vouch for a Train to Busan. It's it's really good. It's it's really yeah. really good. Um, there 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 is a little bit of bad acting, but I don't know if that's just in translation, and that's why it's. I also bad. think it's zombies. Like zombie zombie movies in general have to have that little bit of campiness to it for them to be what they are yeah like, yeah you could have this but it's not no, bad it's pro- yeah. it's it's on the list of one of my favorite zombie movies it's, yeah yeah i you yeah. know what and it, and it would go up there it's probably probably in my top five i think right now yeah it's really good and yeah you like said it's on netflix so and if you don't yeah. like it you could just send hate mail to chris that's fine that was his recommendation yeah. not mine that is i hate chris <laughs> www I hate Chris, but uh, this is a good episode, man. I like this fun episode. It made me realize how much I have a I have a food problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, food's good. I like food. And now, and now, um, Kevin can actually say we really talked about food for this whole episode. I remember the first episode we yes. did. That was like, man, you guys talk about food a lot, and it was a food podcast. I'm like, it wasn't a food podcast. We're just talking about a what was it the the pickle dog, where it's like the yeah the, yes the pickle and the hot dog inside of a pickle and corn dog and I'm like that's all we talked about man good times but yes now he can say that this is the food episode but I wanted to thank you Josh for being our very first guest it's an honor and uh, where where can we find you on the the social medias Josh okay um really quick at Frantic Society on Twitter do a podcast called frantic thoughts and it's i kind of behind on it but a new episode should be up soon and then uh i do a monthly 
PC gaming podcast with Kevin buried on Mars and uh, Ryan and another guest. And we do a PC game every month. It's called quick save club and it's a lot of fun. So thank you very much. That's perfect. And then you can find us in the normal spots. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on uh, Google play music and you can find us on uh, Podbean. and then the cartridge club. Um, We're also Chris is uploading us to the cartridge club as well. So we're there as well. And then, well, that's actually that's kind of changed. The Cartridge Club is oh, uh, uh, streamlining some stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any podcasts or or YouTube videos that happen will be just shared through social media. Plus, they are on Facebook okay, now. Cool. So if you look uh, for the Cartridge Club on Facebook, uh, it, it's gaining a lot of steam there. Um, and then yeah. the f- and sorry, right, forums too. Go right? ahead, forums. Yes, yes, forums, which is where we do have a, a listing for this podcast on the forums. Uh, so if Josh wants to go and comment the podcast that he's on, <laughs> he can go ahead and which do I that. Can't, I still can't. Um, I tried to log in with my Ramble Record Repeat email. I still can't get access to it. No, you have to ask Derek. Derek. I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to have him on as our Damn next you, guy, a guest. I'm like, Derek, why can't I get on the dang forums? I'm just like it's about the whole episode. The, the, yeah, just IT. Yeah. The episode is called <laughs> IT, and it's Chris and Derek doing the work. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "Did you turn it on and off yet?" But uh, yeah, we're on Twitter, which we do not tweet much, and Instagram, which we do not <laughs> do much. Instagram, which is on me. Um, but man, it's, yeah, this was a fun episode. I'm happy. Like, it was your episode that inspired this episode. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, that was a weird episode and fun episode. So I'm glad it inspired something like this. And I'm glad I got to come on and hang out with you guys. Well, you know, it's like, it was, I enjoy listening. It's I listen to very few podcasts, but I listen to them in the car. And yeah. yours, I like listening to in the car. Cause like in that episode, when I heard it and like the intro music and everything like that, I'm like, even that when you did the whole, um, the, the crusty crab pizza one i remembered the song so when you went into the version of it i'm like oh god i remember that exactly so like <laughs> it totally when that happened that i talked to chris about it, it was just it was i guess it was the perfect storm it just kind of all flew together and you wanting to do this and by the way i really like your nine dollar superpower what was it again i forget <laughs> what do you mean you forgot it was the oh jeez. Oh, what was it again i forget the time travel know. but only when you sneeze oh yeah and you can only That's be like there for a minute uh, I yeah. like that one, uh, and I, Mrs. Q Dogs was the teleporting to pizza, but she could only like carry whatever, whatever like in her yeah. arms back. But she those were both excellent. Yeah. Like Chris's and those two were like fantastic nine dollars superpowers. I love that one. That made me laugh when I read that. And then Ke- Kevin had a third ball, just in case reason. one breaks. He's he's thinking yeah, very logical. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> yeah. But thank uh, you all. For, well, on that note, thank you for yes. listening. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you have a great night and go listen to Josh's podcast and listen to ours. And we hope you just have fun. Thank you for listening to Ramble Record Repeat. Tune in next episode for... um, uh, I don't know. 